0: All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Keep you 100 podcast. Um, I know it's been a little while. I've had a lot of stuff going on in my life, but we're back. We're here. And I think we got a really good episode today. So I'm super excited. Um, and this is going to be a more of not like a political. We're going to talk about politics and debating. So I think it's going to be really good. But just a quick disclaimer, you know, no matter what side you are, right or left, um, I think you can take away value from this. And we might say our opinions, but Still, you can still get value from this no matter what way you lean. Um, And so, yeah, I'm super excited. A lot of value here. And without further ado, this is our guest joining us today. We have Mr. Mike Ankrum. If you went to Fulton High School, you might know him. Civics, history, all that fun stuff. And so, yeah, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks, Sam. Glad to talk about this topic. Absolutely. How's your summer been? Been a great summer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Been, got, got a lot of stuff done? Or yeah, just got back from
1: Green Bay. Um, spent two days in Green Bay. One day at a class and one day just kind of doing the Green Bay thing. Took a tour of Lambeau Field and nice. um, all those things. Yeah, how's that? That was awesome. I've never been awesome.
0: to Lambeau. I've never been to any like NFL stadium before. Yeah. Is it? We Pretty took big. the
1: the two-hour tour, and so it was the most expensive, but it was definitely worth it. you got to go in the locker room, got to go on the field, got to go all the different places, so awesome. a lot of good photo ops. Is
0: it super big? Like everything there is just...
1: Yeah, it is. It's big, but it's it's compact at the same time. Oh, right. So yeah,
0: yeah, that makes sense. Because I've only ever been to a few MLB games and NBA yeah. games, so I've never yeah. had the NFL experience. I'd love to go. It Sounds yeah. like a really fun experience. But, but yeah, yeah, you want to dive right in here, here we go. Sure. All right. So the first question I have for you that kind of is kind of a broad question for all of this is how important is the freedom of speech to everything that we do in our lives?
1: Well, freedom of speech is a really important thing that we all have and we all enjoy because. A lot of places in the world don't have that. And so if you think of China or North Korea or Iran, I mean, they don't have freedom of speech. You can't say things. So our freedom of speech really is we could say things against the government or against government leaders and not be prosecuted for that. And so that's a really big deal. But what freedom of speech doesn't mean, and we get confused on it, is that I can't just go out to my boss and tell him what I think of him and not get fired that's not where freedom of speech goes. So freedom of speech is really important that we can discuss issues, um, topics, especially political topics and not feel fear of being prosecuted by the government. But that doesn't mean if I talk about politics at the job and they told me not to that I don't have repercussions there.
0: Right. There're still consequences in other aspects, you know, of law, you know, you can't you can't just say terrible things like you're going to go do a committing crime, you're going to get obviously punished. Right. But, yeah, that's what I think, too. It's, you know, it's great because we can do stuff like this. You know, in other countries, we'd never be able to do this. Right. Get persecuted, sent to prison.
1: Yeah. Well, like, your boss can lay down certain things that you can't say or can't do or things. But, you know, I mean, out in the open, I can say what I want about politics, about the government. And that's such a freedom. Russia doesn't have that. You see, I mean, people that are protesting the war in Ukraine right now, they're in jail. Yeah. And so... Um, Most places in the world, in fact, don't have what we have. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely, land of the free. We have. I feel like this is like the most important freedom. You can say what you want without having to have fear of, you know, getting arrested or whatever it might be, jail time.
1: Well, freedom of speech, you know, directly impacts freedom of press and freedom of religion, freedom of assembly, and freedom of petition. So yeah, freedom of speech really has a lot of different antennas.
0: It kind of hovers over everything. It's kind of the basis. Yeah, and that's why I think it's so important. You know, has everything. So what is, how important is the skill of being able to debate in your everyday life? It might be you know, getting a car at your job, just debating in general. How important is that skill?
1: Well, it's important to understand what you believe. And it's important to understand that you know, what I believe and be able to articulate what you believe at the appropriate time. And so, yeah, it's important to be able to debate certain things um, and be able to listen to other people and be respectful
0: absolutely and a lot of the times i feel like people like they say they're debating but it's the type where you're talking to someone and they just talk right over you you know it's like they don't even let you speak it's like i'm trying to just make a valid point you know yeah i think that's definitely the main to like respect being respectful and like just listening to the other person that's so important and i feel like a lot of people now have like completely forgotten how to actually debate like no one knows how to do it anymore and i see it you know at work i see it everywhere on social media it's like we need to like as a country, you just need to learn, go back to how we used to do things and bring it back in, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, it's hard to roll things back yeah. once you've gone right. a certain way, but <laughs> social media has changed a lot of how we discuss things and talk about things. And so, um, if you and I were having a discussion on a um, controversial issue, I mean, a controversial issue might be even what's the best car, who's the best basketball player, you know, you might say, LeBron James, I might say Magic Johnson. You probably would say Michael say Jordan. i Michael Jordan. Jordan, I would say Magic. We could have a really good discussion and it could be uh, pretty hot, but at the end of the day, if I listen to you you listen to me and I respect what you have to say, and I mean, we can walk away still being friends. Yeah.
0: I, and that's what I feel like everything's so different now. Like people are, I, a lot of the things that I've seen recently and I don't really like it is the posts that are, if you don't agree with me, unassociate yourself with me. And it's like some, some, of, the, some of the people that are posting this. Like, they're my friends that I've had since high school. You know, we've had good memories, good laughs together. And it's like, wow, just because I don't agree with you, you just want me to never talk to you again. Like, that's so crazy. Like, it's it's okay to leave a conversation and agree to disagree. Like, I I feel like nobody, like, recognizes that anymore. Like, yeah. you have to be together or else it's screw you, go away. Right? Yeah.
1: I mean, it's the idea that you have to agree with everything that I say is pretty arrogant. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just like... I have all the answers, and nobody else has an answer. And so if that's how we do things, then we're never going to learn, and we're never going to get to the bottom of what we really believe and what those issues are. So my oldest son, Caleb, and I, we disagree on a lot of different topics. Um, So I'll just use one, for example, Andrew Jackson. I think he was a good president. My son thinks he was a horrible president. And so we talk about that, we clash, but at the end of the day, we come back and we respect I respect what he has to say. He respects what I have to say. And we don't hold it against each other. And so we do that on a lot of different issues. And I just think that's what you need to be able to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And so why do you think people nowadays avoid bringing up politics and conversation? You know, there, there's, there's a few things that people don't talk about. It's like how much money you make in politics and, you know, there's other things. But why, why would you say people avoid
1: that now? In fact, I told my son this just the other day. I said... People say not to talk about politics or religion. Yeah. Religion. Well, those are two yes. of the three things I like to talk about. Right. So I, I, I'm left with sports. That's it. And so if somebody doesn't want to talk about politics or religion, I have sports. That's it. Um, people don't like to talk about politics because it can be um, in your face. It can you know, bring up a hot topic. Um, and people don't like that. People don't feel comfortable um, with that. And so people feel comfortable talking about politics if we agree. Mm-hmm. If we both agree on the same things, oh, yeah well, they're so stupid over there. Yeah, you can do that. But if we don't agree and we're at the Thanksgiving table, you don't want to bring it up because that ruins a potentially really good moment of harmony. And so people don't like to break harmony.
0: Yeah, and I remember kind of back with my own example, like for my family, there were some things that happened a couple of years ago, politically, that you know I wasn't the most happy about. My parents weren't. But we're going you know to wherever it might be in the like, don't mention it, don't bring it up, you know, just go without it. We're like, yeah, that's perfect. And we had a great time and you know, we probably still would have been able to figure it out cause you know, everyone is super civil, but like, yeah, just, you know, try to avoid it, which is definitely key. So yeah, so what do you think are the keys to debating with civility and not becoming too pushy, hostile, you know, pushing too many lines?
1: Well, that's a really good question. And that's something that we all have to get better at. Yeah. I think just having an open mind, that I don't have all the answers. I have an opinion, I have a viewpoint, but I have to listen to the other person to understand what their viewpoint is too. And I might not ever agree with them, but I can respect them, I can listen to them, and then we can have this dialogue back and forth. They'll never listen to me if I don't listen to them. Mm -hmm. And I want them to listen to me, so I've gotta listen to them. And I've gotta really listen. So I'm gonna ask questions, I'm gonna follow up, I'm going to say things like, how did you come to that conclusion? You know, why do you really believe that? You know, and try to get them thinking about it and then we can have a dialogue about it. Yeah, for sure.
0: And I kind of miss because like with the civics, like when we took your class, like with COVID, we didn't get to do like, you guys normally do the debates, right? Like I was looking forward to that too. But, you know, with COVID and stuff, you know, it had to change. But that's what I think, you know, just being open-minded. A lot of people are, they go into a debate and they're like, this is my opinion, I'm right. And I'm just going to try to prove to them that I'm right no matter what. And I'm not even going to think about what they have to say. Right. And it's like you have to think about what they say and say, okay, do I agree with this? Where did they get this from? And you you have to formulate all those things.
1: One of the biggest things is facts. Are there facts that back up what you have to say or is it just an opinion? And there's a difference between facts and opinion. And a lot of people think my opinion is fact. and really doesn't have to be. And so there has to be some fact in there if you're gonna to try to persuade someone um, of it. And the fact has to come from a credible source. Mm-hmm. And this credible source can't just be, I saw it on you know this social media site. Yeah. It might be credible, but if you saw it on a social media site, you might wanna go check it to make sure that it is credible. Right,
0: and half the things that I see nowadays, like when I'm asking someone, or someone says something, like, oh, I saw it on Instagram, I saw it on Facebook. I'm like, all right, I need to look this up. I look it up, Not even true. Like half the time, you know? And yeah, it's just incredible. Sources are so, so important because you you can't just bring stuff up. It's not true, right? Like you have to, because then it just completely destroys the whole argument at that point.
1: Well, people have a way of just framing their narrative the way they want it to be seen. And so they'll frame things the way it is. And so we see that in the big media, not just social media where they have a certain agenda, and so they'll frame it a certain way in order to make people think that's the way it is. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of dig a little deeper and you think, well, is that really the truth or not? Right. Hmm. Okay, that makes sense.
0: So yeah, so I have a scenario here for you. So if you're debating somebody, you know, you're being civil, you're doing everything right, you're open-minded, and you're getting like a super hostile response, like what, what do you do in that situation?
1: Well, that actually happened to me. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Um, and if I told you who it was with, everybody would know who it was. Mm-hmm. It's somebody I really like. And we just, we started talking and, and I, we started disagreeing right away. And then it got hot right away. And I, I finally set, stepped back and said, hey, 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 we're friends. Right. I like you, man. You know, and we hugged and I said, hey, we can agree to disagree on this. It's not a big deal. We're friends. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And so I just think if things start getting hot, you have to start... Somebody's got to back up and just say, hey, we can agree to disagree. It's okay. It's not like the world is going to, you know, sway one way or another based on this argument. Right. You know, we have to just... The biggest thing we have to understand is you don't want to end a relationship with this, yeah. because friends are hard enough to come by. You don't want to end a friendship with this. You have to be able to say, "Hey, we're going to agree to disagree, and maybe we won't talk about that topic, at, you know, for a while. Maybe we we'll won't ever talk about it again. Or if we do, we just know that, you know, we can't make it personal."
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like again, that's no one wants. Like it's you have to agree or we're done, right? And it's like all these friendships and relationships. I've seen so many in the last couple of years just ruined, gone because of stupid arguments like that, right? It's like, it's not going to get you anywhere in the end of the day just to, you know, ignore each other and say, oh, I'm never talking to you again. And yeah, it's it's crazy that that's, it's gotten this way because I never really pictured it would because I've seen people that are so close and, you know, share all these memories together and they're just just like that, just gone. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it's it's honestly pretty sad. It's very
1: sad. That. It's very sad. And it's it's not worth it. I mean it just isn't worth it. I mean, relationships are really the pinnacle of what you want to do in this life. You want to build good, strong relationships. And um, you know, if, if you have let something come in to that, you need to be able to understand each other. I mean, if you really have a strong relationship, you should be able to disagree on things shouldn't have to say we agree on everything. And so that's a really important thing.
0: Yeah, and back to you, you saying like we're both humans and you're still my friend. It's like if I disagree with somebody who maybe is posting something that's like, oh, we're never gonna be friends, and I disagree, I'm like, look, at the end of the day, we can argue, we can do whatever, but you're still my friend, you're still a human. Like I still like respect you and love you as a human. It's like that doesn't change yeah. because on your political views, for me at least. So it's like, what are we doing here? Like let's we can ad- agree to disagree civilly and we can move on with our lives. Yeah, And it feels like nobody wants to do that anymore. Which, yeah. you know, it's the way it is, but it's how Well, it is, so.
1: it is but it doesn't need to be that way. If it just takes one person at a time to really understand, I'm not going to do it that way, I'm going to do it a better way, then things can start to change. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the big things with social media is, I don't need to respond to everything. Everything I see out there that I just I don't have to respond to. And so, you know, and I don't have to read it. I mean, if, if I start reading something and I start feeling hot, just go to the next thing. Just go, keep going. Don't mm-hmm. have to read everything. You don't have to respond to everything. Yeah, for sure.
0: I like that a lot. And so if, if there is a way, what, how do you think that we can like, fix the division? Because there's so much division and tension now, especially with social media. Like, What do you think we can do to get rid of that a little bit, or lessen it at least?
1: Well, first of all, understand that the opposite side of your political view there's always going to be an opposite side. I mean, no matter what the topic is, there's going to be people that disagree with you. Mm-hmm. It's just understand that, first of all. You're not going to convince everybody. and In fact, you might not convince anybody to come to your side, except people that are already on your side. And so that's the first thing. The second thing is understand there's always been division. <laughs> and there always will be division. It's We want to be civil about the division. We want to be respectful and listen, and those two things I think have to be modeled by adults, and children then would be able to see that. Mm-hmm. The problem is our adults haven't modeled respect and listening very well. Yeah,
0: and so it's kind of rubbing into the you know the next generation. They're seeing it. They're growing up around it, and if you keep if that keeps up, it's just it's a never-ending cycle. You know, it just keeps happening. So, so I have another hypothetical question. So. Say something happens in the political, you know, whatever it is, political shift, whatever. Say someone wants to make a social media post about something that happened. So how how do they go about doing this without crossing any lines, you know, being disrespectful or ignorant? How do they say like do it the right way, make a social media
1: post? Well the first thing is make sure it's factual. I mean you use the word ignorant there. You don't want to put something out there that you're not sure is factual. That's the first thing. The second thing is is you don't have to put it out there 30 times. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see some people every day, they put their, their, you know what? You put it out there once or twice, I get it, okay? Everybody knows. You don't have to keep throwing it in our face yeah. all the time. Right. To me, that's the biggest thing is you put it out there, you made your point. Let's move on. There's, right. up, there's other issues. There are other things in life. If you want to keep putting it out there time after time after time, what you want, what you're trying to do is really pick a fight. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really what you're trying to do. And... Um, Nobody really wants that, but people take the bait all the time. Oh, yeah. And they'll, you know, yeah. They respond, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's it's ten on one. Because the people who are reading that and liking that are going to respond, gonna respond and, re- so. and just gang up on the one person that's against that person. So, you know, it, it's hard. So when you make a political post, first of all, make sure it's factual. Second of all, put it out there just once or maybe a second time a few days later but then let it let it lay. Let it go. you know. Don't keep putting it in our faces all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I guess the other thing would be is don't make it personal. Don't be like you said earlier if you don't agree with me unfriend me. I mean really? Right. I mean I don't know.
0: Yeah. No and I, that's what I've seen and like what you're saying getting back to the posting like 30 times that's what I see and that's what's so annoying it's like I saw you post the first time. That's your opinion. Cool. Like we're still friends. But they posted like multiple times. it's Like yeah, I know. I saw. I saw the other day. Like I get it. And after a while, like this was with the you know recent events. That's kind of how I felt. I, was, I feel like I was starting to get attacked. I was like, look, like I'm your friend. Like I, I saw your post. They keep posting it, and they, and they're making it more personal every time. Like trying to like you know get at us a little bit. I'm like, yep. I'm not with it. Just yeah. And that's what's so important. is getting it out there once or twice. That's it. You made your point. Right. That's it. And so the last question I have for you is, do your views on someone change because of their political beliefs or views?
1: Yes and no. And so if it's someone I know personally, I try not to make that a big issue. I mean, not everybody's going to agree with my view on abortion or gun rights. Those are the two real hot topics right now. Right. I mean, not everybody's going to agree with me. I understand that, um, and so we can be civil about that. We can talk about that if we want to. But if it's someone who's famous, like LeBron James, like um, you know a movie star, and they just and they put it out there in order to gain a lot of attention, in order to try to sway a lot of people to their view that does have an impact on me in the negative. Mm -hmm. And so I'll be like, man, I just don't wanna deal with that. So my example would be like ESPN. ESPN's gotten really political in the last few years. And so a lot of times, I just don't watch their programming unless it's a game. And um, because a lot of their talk tends to go more political. Um, And so I just thought, I don't need to watch that. And so um, my views do change, how I view things do change in that regard, but not in a one-on-one personal way with I know somebody. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna contradict myself here. Okay. So like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is a really good actor. I mean, I went and saw Top Gun, Maverick.
0: Great movie.
1: Great movie. I would, I would go see it. It's meritocracy at its best. It shows what's <laughs> great about America, you know.
0: Really. Nice. And then
1: Tom Cruise does a great job. I'm not sure it's better than the original, but <laughs> no, we're not debating that. <laughs> But Tom Cruise does not hold the same worldview as I hold. He holds a very different worldview. But I could still go to his movie and appreciate what he does as an actor. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like that Steve Kerr, the Golden State Warriors coach. I disagree with him on some of his political views that he stated in the past. It doesn't mean I'm not going to be a fan of the Golden State Warriors because I am. And And I really respect the way Steve Kerr coaches. I have to try to separate those things, mm-hmm. and so I try to separate those things in my mind when I have to. But it's when it's constantly in my face when somebody constantly puts out there and they say, "If you don't agree with this, you're stupid." Right. You know, that's when I am like. Then I just don't need to watch you anymore.
0: Yeah, I don't need to be around. That's not a relationship that we need to continue. Yeah, yeah. and it yeah, it's with the with the whole slavery thing. It, it seems like. They're like, oh, we're doing this for the community, but a lot of the time, it's they're posting it to get the, you know, the notoriety, the, the clout, whatever you want to call it. They're getting followers, and yeah, especially with the whole Britney Griner thing in Russia. You know, I feel like a lot of people are commenting on that, which I don't, I don't really have a view on it. I mean, it, it happened, but I feel like a lot of people post about that, and it's like, did you really? Were you? Do you really care? Or are you actually? What's the meaning? The true meaning of it, you know? And I feel like LeBron might be. One of those, but I don't know. You know, it's the way it
1: is. Well, like with Brittany Griner, what you have is someone who's gone to Russia. If it was, she would have been there her first time. I would definitely support her and understand. Hey, you know what? Maybe she didn't know that carrying that substance was not was against the law. Right. But she'd been there seven times. It's her seventh year that she's played there. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm thinking. I think she probably knows. And then she pled guilty in court. And so you know because of her notoriety she gets a lot of attention but there's other Americans being held in Russia too that president right. biden's yeah. never contacted their family or anything right. and so notoriety has a big thing and i discussed this with my son Caleb the other day too when we were driving to green bay as you know he said if this was kevin durant he'd be home by now and i'm like i don't know i mean russia is its own thing i mean they do things their way right. they don't do things our way so
0: yeah and i mean it in Russia, I feel like it's, it's a political move as well. It's not all about Brittany Griner. And I didn't hear the same thing. I heard Vanessa Nygaard, the head coach in the Mercury, said, if this was LeBron, they'd be home by now. Well, maybe, but I don't know. It's, it's Russia at the end of the day. They're another political power. And right now, Russia and the U.S., their tensions are pretty high. So yeah, that's kind of my take on that. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And Russia can do anything they want. They're a sovereign country. I mean, they're at war with Ukraine, and they have like four other countries in the world that support them. Everybody else is against them. And so <laughs> Russia true. is going to do what Russia wants to do. With Brittany Griner, they're certainly using her as a political pawn, which is unfortunate for her. Um, but, I mean, it's just if you go into another country, you have to obey all of their
0: laws. Right. you got to understand what's going to happen yeah. if you try to curve the law or you know, do stuff like yeah. that. It's kind of funny because I've actually became a WNBA fan. You know my buddy Spence, he was on the third episode. <laughs> We've been watching them, and we actually went to a game a couple weeks ago. And it's crazy. They're they're all they all have the we are Britney Griner shirts. You know, the little QR codes you can scan anywhere for the petitions and stuff. You can like donate money to the cause. I didn't know that you could like put money towards that stuff, but you can. It's it's very interesting. And they have like paint on the court and stuff that's Britney Griner and all this stuff, which it's cool. I mean, they're they're supporting their teammate, so.
1: Well, I think it's great that the whole WNBA is supporting her. Yeah. That's good. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean she's going to come home sooner. Right. But it's good right. that she'll she'll see pictures of that or hear something about it. And that's really important when you're isolated by yourself to know you have support. And so that's a good thing for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, Russia does what it wants to do. And yeah. And America is trying to get her released, but there's other prisoners around the world, not just in Russia, in Russia everywhere, in Iran and in other Yemen and other parts of the world that we have to try to get out too. Mm-hmm. Just because you're a, a big name, I haven't been an Olympic star, doesn't mean it doesn't put you first. Yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like that's another thing. It's just like just because you're big doesn't mean we're gonna are trying to get we're trying to get you out, but there's other people too. You know, it's doesn't you're an American at the end of the day, you're still right. a human. So. Well, yeah, this has been good. Um, thanks for coming on. If you guys do want to listen, you don't want to watch YouTube, we're also on Spotify as well. Just go to the Keep 100 podcast. You can download it there. If you're at work, you know you're driving to Green Bay, <laughs> put it on there, and you can watch us there listen to us that way. Well, yeah, I want to thanks for coming on. Um, this has been a lot of fun. So,
1: Thanks thank thanks for having me, Sam. I appreciate Absolutely.
0: it. Sweet.